Bible trails The Son of God, He is near He chose to walk with us These tribal trails Tribal trails tribal Hello, welcome to Tribal Trails Today in, we're in Winnipeg, Manitoba, visiting with Carla McKay. So it's been a while since we uh, recorded her back in the 90s. So it's been a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I guess, um, what have you been doing? Uh, I'm retired after living Indian life. I started Indian life when I was in 1992. And I worked there till 2017 for 25 years. And yes, I'm retired, so I left, I guess, when I was 48 years old. I just walking around in, uh, in Winnipeg winters were a little bit too hard. So after 25 years, I knew it was time to leave. So now I'm enjoying my retirement. I've been volunteering at a ministry called Engage Today, and it helps pastors and lay ministers in the 1040 window in Myanmar, India, Pakistan, and uh, I enjoy uh, volunteering there. And I do it one day a week, and uh, that's what I do. And also, you know, I go out and uh, shop, do grocery shopping, and then in my apartment, I talk to my friends, most of my friends that I'm with, are non-Christians, so I get to talk to them, and if they ask me about Jesus, I get to share with them. So that's what I do. In your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. When did you uh, come to know the Lord? I came to know the Lord when I was 15 years old. I went to a Christian concert in Winnipeg, and that's when I accepted Jesus as my Savior. And I knew I wanted to know God because my parents were Christians, and I knew that was what I needed to do. And I've been uh, serving God, and now for the last few years, more than a few years, and I really enjoy it. God has helped me through a lot of things, especially now when you're single, and also giving me strength to do stuff, and uh, that's what he's been helping me with. The Apostle Paul said, And I thank Christ Jesus our Lord, who hath enabled me, for that he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry. So, uh, when you were at the concert, God was speaking to you. Mm -hmm. And what were you thinking about when you made that decision? Well, what made me th thought about that decision, like, I remember the singer asked, like, where would you spend eternity if you died? Do you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? And I thought, hmm, that made me really think. And I thought, no, I want a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Because I don't want to go to hell. And heaven seemed pretty, pretty good to me. And through the influence also from my parents who were strong Christians, my foster parents, 
that made me think, well, hey, I want a new life in Jesus. And I wanted that. So with their influence, because of their strong faith, that made me want to become a Christian. You had Christian parents? Yes, I was adopted when I was 18 months old. So I was adopted by Mennonite people. And uh, I lived in a Mennonite community. And uh, also, while growing up, um, I experienced um, racism and stuff. But what you, what you experience, if it doesn't make you better, it makes you stronger. And I guess I figured, you know, if you experience uh, stuff like that, you can either run away or go through it and just say, God, how can I deal with this? And know that God will help you as a Christian and make you stronger. You experience racism. I don't know if that uh, has any, uh, I don't know, being uh, bullied or anything that... Uh... Yes, it was hard, but like, I guess when in my 20s, after when I went to Bible school, uh, I started working at a native ministry called Indian Life. And one of the leadership said, why don't you, like, if you have problems, why don't you go see a counselor? So I went to see a counselor to talk about what it was like uh, living in a non-native home until I was 18 years old. So that helped me a lot, deal with stuff, deal with my hurt, deal with my pain, and uh, talk about it. And because I always remember the counselor saying, how do you feel? What it, what it was like? And, and then they are pointing out to me, well, Carla, just remember your parents did the best they knew how. And then they, she said, or he said, your parents are your parents, no matter what color they are. They raised you. So that, that made me understand, oh, okay. He goes, I'm sorry you went through racism and stuff, but how does it make you feel? I said, yeah, it hurt, but I just t tell, um, told me, you know, either you give it to your higher power or God that you believe in, he'll help you through it. And that made me think, oh, okay. So he goes, we're all human, and there's, you know, a low road to take and a high road. So I choose, chose the high road. In my wrestling, in my doubts, in my failure, you won't walk out. Your great love did me through. You are peace in my troubled sea. You are peace in my troubled sea In the silence you won't let go In my questions your truth will hold Your great love will lead me through You are peace in my troubled sea You are peace in my troubled sea my lighthouse, my lighthouse, shining in the darkness, I will follow you. My lighthouse, my lighthouse, I will trust the promise, you will carry me safe to shore, safe to shore.
morning I'll rise and sing My God's love will lead me through You are the peace in my troubled sea You are the peace in my troubled sea Fire before us You're the brightest You will lead us How did you find out uh, or get to KBI? KBI, um, Kiwaitin. Um, there was some um, a ministry at Providence College. It used to be Winnipeg Bible College, and they were, I guess, they were having different ministries set up their thing one weekend. So my dad saw KBI there. So he goes, "Oh, this would be interesting for my daughter." So he gave me a pamphlet. He goes, fill it out. Maybe they'll ac accept you and then you will learn more about Native people being with your own people. So I filled it out and they accepted me. So how was it like there? It was, <laughs> it was interesting. So I had to get used to being with my own people. And because the place wasn't accessible, um, the teachers said, We'll just put the class on the main floor because the third year class, I think, was on the second floor. So that's what they, they made accommodations. And I, I was thinking now, I don't know how I did it without a walker because it was sort of like some of the uh, buildings were on a hill. And I thought, how did I ever climb, climb that without a walker? But the Lord knew back then. And... Just look, the Lord sent people to help me, so that worked out. Did you enjoy KBA? Yes, I did. I learned a lot. And, uh, yeah, I guess I'm sure they were amazed that because of my disability, some people thought uh, your walking affects your brain, but somehow that doesn't happen. It's just a disability. So they figured, you know... <laughs> I was more smarter than I looked. <laughs> so, no, but I learned a lot. I learned a lot about God. I learned a lot being with my own people, and I'm glad I went. I did a lot of healing there. So right after Bible school, you wanted to do something. Yes, I moved, I moved to where my parents lived, and they lived near in Althabert, Manitoba. So I moved back home for three weeks and I was brave enough to move to Winnipeg. And the reason why I moved to Winnipeg was to find a job because living in a small town, you don't get much um, in finding a job in a small town. So I was brave enough. I hopped a bus and moved to Winnipeg and uh, found a roommate. And the, and the second, well, I guess the first or second important thing was finding a church. So the church I attend now, I've been attending like 
almost, what is it, over 30 years now, I attend the same church. And we're non-denominational, but we lean Baptist. So uh, where's that? It is in the south end of the Winnipeg, and uh, that's where I attend, even though I live in the north. The reason why I live in this part of the city, I found a job at, it's called, at Indian Life Ministries. And Indian Life Ministries was on Henderson Highway. So I live here, and I just commuted to church with Handy Transit. Okay. Yeah. So what's it called, the church? Bethesda Church. So how is that church? That church is good. We're a small church. I like small churches. We're about 70 people. I like to get to know people. So we have people from different backgrounds, from different parts of the world, like Afghanistan, um, Africa. I'm the only Native person in the church because I wanted them to change their minds, what they think about Native people. And that's why I choose to go to that church. They made me feel comfortable. And I really like going to that church. So all this time you've been uh, just, uh, you know, single? I enjoy being single. I love being single. And uh, because you get to choose your friends, choose to be with your family, and you have more free time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell me about your ministry with uh, Indian Life. Indian Life. I was a secretary for Indian Life for 25 years. I, uh, at the beginning, I answered the phone, did a little bit of filing, did a little bit of typing. I enjoyed that and stuff. And uh, there was, when I started, there was like, I think, 11 of us in the ministry. But near the end, I guess, there was, we went down to four. And, uh, I guess uh, they couldn't find more people. I guess the stumbling block was raising support and stuff. So, yeah, we, we did our newspaper and I got more involved with the newspaper writing um, book reports for them because the editor would say, Carla, read this book because I enjoy reading books, uh, nonfiction, uh, true life stories, that kind of thing and stuff. Uh, on Native people. So he goes, Carla, read this book and tell me what you think and write it down on a piece of paper and we'll put it in the story because people always send us books uh, with dealing with Native people, you know. And then he would edit it and put it in the newspaper. So I really enjoyed that and stuff. And, uh, and people, when we did our, we did banquets for Indian life, so the speaker would come by, got to know the speaker, or the musician, people who would play at our banquets. So that's what I enjoyed, getting to know different people. I love you, Lord. Oh, your mercy never fails me. All of my days I've been held in your hands From the moment that I wake up Until I lay my head I will sing of the goodness of God All my life you have been 
I will sing of the goodness of God. I love your voice. You have led me through the fire in darkest nights. You are close like no other. I've known you as a father. I've known you as a friend. I have lived in the goodness of God. the goodness of God. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. With my life laid down, I'm surrendered now. Halloween but from a non-Christian point of view people think Halloween ghosts goblins but I learned something new in the last couple of years two or three years the place that I volunteer so he goes uh, one of the gentlemen asked me well when is your birthday and I said Halloween he goes oh Reformation Day and he I go Reformation Day what is that he goes you know Martin Luther uh, in 1517, put those theses on the door. He goes, from a Christian point of view, when I think of uh, your birthday, he goes, I think of Reformation Day. And so instead of Halloween, he goes, you were born on Reformation Day, October 31st. And I thought about it. Oh, okay. Never thought of it. But we're, I have a sibling, a sister that goes to the Lutheran Church. And they do, and they 
celebrate Reformation Day in their church on Halloween. Because from a non-Christian point of view, it always has to do with ghosts, goblins, and evil. So, But my friend told me, thinking from a different point of view, it's Reformation Day. Okay, so I thought, wow, never thought of that that way. So I'm glad my friend pointed that out to me. So what's the significance of uh, that day? Luther was trying not to have people uh, pay for their sins. He wanted them, the people, to have a direct relationship with God. And that's what he was trying to tell the people. You know, this is you can have a personal relationship with God. Jesus said, For God loved the world so much that he gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Obviously, you use a whatever. Walker? Yeah, walker. I don't know what your story with that is. I have a disability, and my disability, I have cerebral palsy, and I've had it since birth. So um, my adopted mom uh, had to give me up because she didn't know how to uh, deal with it. So she gave me up, and uh, my foster parents, uh, they uh, Child and Family Services phoned my foster parents says, we have a little um, native girl, can you take care of her? And they said, sure. So in 18 months, they came to the hospital, picked me up, and took care of me. They also had six children of their own. And with a 10-year time span, from 1970 to 1980, they took care of um, 20 other kids. And uh, and they knew it was the right thing to do. So, And my adopted mom was a nurse's assistance so she exercised my legs in order to help me to walk so I can have a better life and not be stuck in a wheelchair for the rest of my life. What would you say to somebody that has been you know like have a hard time uh, um, uh, being on a wheelchair or you know using these kind of things because some people are you know they just can't handle it. Yeah, I would say, well, if you want a different view, you got to change your attitude. I mean, yeah, life is hard. I know that. Life is not perfect. But God gives us the strength and know-how to deal with life. He just helps us through it. He doesn't take it away. And second of all, if you have more deeper hurt, like abuse, like physical, sexual, or whatever, I told a friend one time, you need to see a good counselor. And I know for a fact I've seen a counselor twice, and that has helped me heal uh, with certain things from my past. And, you know, I'll just say, God, help me, help me make it through my day, you know. And I, and I do need help, you know. Sometimes it's not easy getting out of bed. Sometimes I notice as I'm getting older, it takes me longer to get dressed or something <laughs> doesn't happen the right way. So I say, God, help me. I need your help to get me through this. You know, it might not work the right way, but I know you're there and you're going to help me. And that's what I tell people. You need to, if you need help to deal with your hurt and pain, I said, you need to see a good counselor, a good psychologist 
whatever you need to do to help you deal with your hurt, your pain, and or if you have a physical disability, you know, you just say, God, I need your help. And that, and he has. Do you have a, a verse that's been helping you? Yes, I like this verse from Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know I have the plans for you, um, says the Lord, to give you hope and a future. And uh, I really like that verse. Someone actually from Bible school uh, needle-pointed the verse and gave it to me before I left. Thanks, Carla, for sharing about your life. Perhaps she hasn't had what some would call a normal life, whatever that means anyway. From adoption and foster care to staying single to a career in Christian ministry, Carla has followed a less traveled path. And as we heard, she had success and blessing along the way. That can be attributed to the good decisions she made about the issues she faced. Practical decisions like using a walker to assist her disability or going for counseling to deal with the hurt from racism and bullying. However, the best decision Carla made was to accept Jesus as her Lord and Savior. If you're working through some spiritual decision, please contact us. We'd love to pray with you and connect you with helpful resources. God bless. As we look back through the years, we share joys and tears. There'd be times when the going was so hard. When things got bad, we prayed. It's a blessing now to say our best years have been when we walk by our best years have been when we walk by faith trusting god to supply and make a way when it looks like hope is gone just keep on holding on our best years have been when we walk by Always.